podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Zero Pucks Given, the UK ice hockey podcast. We're in partnership with the Hockey Art Co, hockey clothing for hockey people, worn by the best and hated by the rest. Listeners to Zero Pucks Given get a 10% discount on everything site-wide at hockeyartclothing.co.uk. So head over to the website there, check out all the stuff they've got from the City Series to the new Stadium Series and some of their classic tees, hoodies and caps as well. All brilliant stuff. Get your 10% discount off by using the code ZP10 when you check out. Right then, we are back for our third episode of the week. A really extra special one. I've finally caught up with one of the Rumford Buccaneers and I am now catching up with Courtney Grant. Zero Pucks Given in partnership with the Hockey Art Co. So proud to finally get Courtney Grant on the show. How you doing, mate? You right? How you doing, pal? You all right? Yeah, I'm really, really good. Thank you so much for, for finally coming on. No worries. Happy New Year and all that. Yeah, it's probably not not too late, is it, to keep saying that. We're what we know, nah. the 10th, 11th. I'm going to be for about three months. So, it's yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, a very happy New Year to you. A very happy New Year to you. Um, not been playing quite as much as you would have liked this year. Has that been a mixture of injuries and other commitments? Yeah, so um, massively through injury and uh, a lot through work as well. Um, so I've kind of moved, for anyone that knows, like I used to be in like, the fitness industry um, and I've kind of just moved away from that and I've gone into like civil engineering. So, um... Oh, I right. see. I thought you was on tour with Magic Mike. <laughs> chocolate city brothers chocolate city <laughs> but yeah no so my work like i'm currently in liverpool at the moment so it, it's a struggle it's a struggle at the moment yeah anyone who's been to liverpool knows it is a struggle <laughs> yeah <laughs> dodgy spit left right <laughs> where are you on the wirral or are you on the dodgy side the dodgy side mate you're on the dodgy, the dodgy side, side. Yeah, whenever i used to work up there i used to stay in Egbert. Because oh, okay. everyone said that's about as posh as you can get over, yeah. over that side. Yeah, across the water. Yeah. <laughs> they say they talk different, but I don't think so. No, no, it's kind of like Australians and New Zealanders. They're kind yeah. of, you know, it all sounds the same. They might think it sounds slightly different, but it all sounds the same. It's been, a, it's been a bit of an up and down year for the, the newly named Buccaneers. Um, firstly, you're the first Buccaneers player that's been on this year. Uh, Sonny Phillips came on towards the end of last year, but at that point... They were still the Raiders junior. So how did yeah. that decision come around? Was it put to you guys as a vote or were, were the players involved in it at all? Um, so I think a mixture of things. So it was like, obviously, we cut, in a way, we kind of wanted our own identity um, to move away from, from like Raiders. Um, and then with the Buccaneers, we kind of had like three choices um, given to us. And... 
coach Bucky decided to go with uh, Buccaneers. So it's a shock. But nah, um, so yeah, I think it's just a mixture of things, really. Um, yeah, I won't go too much into it. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's not entirely away from the theme of the club as a whole, is it? No, um, no, you know, Raiders, yeah. Buccaneers, it's kind of all under the same sort of umbrella. Um, yeah, we've still got the development going on, so. Yeah, that, and that, that is one that does, obviously, Jason Buckman, Buccaneers, whenever I'm recording, I'm like, got to get me teeth in properly to say that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and development-wise, I mean, you some of the youngsters you've got in that team at the moment, I mean, particularly everyone talks about Joe Tamarlin and Brindley Caps. What's it yeah, like having them guys in there? Um, I mean, it makes it a lot easier. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> for me, not not for like us as women, but like as you said, like it's kind of been an up and down season. Um, but no, they're they're quality lads, um, and they just want to improve as well. So just hungry, hungry. Mm. Yeah, no, they're going to go far. I think. Yeah, going to go far. And both got like, their first national league goals. Say again. They both got their first national league goals in the last couple of weeks as well. Quality. Hmm. I suppose it's been that long, to be honest. We are, but yeah. um, <laughs> but no, yeah, like two fairly different players, but class both of them. How, how have they settled in the room? Obviously, with the you, you probably got quite a large range of ages yeah. in the room. Yeah, they ain't shy. Like they're one of the like loud, rowdy ones. Like I feel like me ten years ago, that's how I'd be in a changing room, but. <laughs> now now I'm just like listening to my music in my earpods yeah. just trying to be chilled trying to be chilled and you just got these young motherfuckers just, <laughs> just getting all rowdy in the corner that. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but um, yeah no nah, it is it is quality though yeah it's a good it's a good bunch of lads yeah, the the um I noticed they're kind of up the social media stuff this year as well a lot of stuff on Instagram and TikTok as well they're doing a little bit of now that's uh Everyone seems to be kind of getting to grips with that. They, um... I still haven't sort of got my head around TikTok. I, I, I did try it once, but I just, yeah, like, I no, don't, I even don't really it. get it. Uh, but, yeah, it seems to be working for people. Yeah, so. I, I just, everything I share everywhere else, I just share it on there. I've got no idea how it actually works and what you can do with the with all yeah. the videos and stuff. They did post one just recently, actually. and I don't think I saw you on it, so I'll ask you the question directly. What what Buccaneers player would you not let date your daughter? Um, it would probably have to be Luca Luca Pascali. That was the most popular answer. Yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> little rat. <laughs> 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 I love him, but yeah, no, for sure. Now. I mean, as we said, a bit of an up and down season. And from what a lot of people can sort of say with, with the Buccaneers, that it's, you know, you guys are a development side for the Raiders. You bring the young players through. You've also obviously got some experienced players, the likes of yourself, Wilson, Dervish, uh, Donald and the like. So, and Sonny Phillips, of course, in the pipes. But the, you know, your, your rink is fantastic. I love the Sapphire. It's my favourite away rink to go to. Yeah. Um, so you've got the facilities there. You, you still get half decent crowds as well for for an NIHL one south side who have got a national side out of the same yeah. rink. Yeah. Um, so it it's, kind it's of it's this year. But... Yeah, I think it is improving this year. I think the mm. the you know the crowds are improving. The interest in it all is improving. 100%. And you know, despite some of the results, the hockey you guys are playing is really improving. That's it. It's um, 
like I love it. It's, it's fast. It's like sometimes we get caught off. Don't get me wrong. Um, like there's yeah, a few games that we'd like to have back, but no, it's the kind of hockey that I like. So like, just fast. Like as as you know, like we're not the most tough team <laughs> in the league. Well, do they you but, always give Chelsea a pretty hard game? But yeah, yeah, no, like as in like physically tough. Um, whereas like the likes of Streatham, like Solon, Oxford, like have those sort of players that can really like change the game in that way as well. Mm. Um, but we just got to try and play our game. But like, I love the way we play. Um, we know we've got a few things to work on. Um, but again, that's for us doing training and see what we can do come towards playoffs. Yeah. I mean, you've you've spent a lot of your career sort of up and down the A12. Yeah. Uh, Chelmsford, Romford and the likes. Um, have you got a particular teammate that you've ever bonded with, past or present? Hmm. As in, so when you say bonding, do you mean like, yeah, still... like on and off the ice? Oh, okay. Um, so I've always kind of kept in touch with uh, on and off with like JJ Pitchley, who plays now straight actually. Um, uh, I'd say Elliot, Elliot and Tom, Sonny, um, TJ from Chelmsford. And trying to think of the other a few of the old older guys that left, so like Alien, um, Matty T. Yeah. He used to be quite close with them as well. But um yeah, no I kinda like Chelsea's kinda changed now, so especially from when I was there, what like four years ago, um yeah. four years ago? Four or five years ago. Um, the team's totally changed. So there's probably like a handful of players in there now that I could probably call up on the weekend or something. That you know was I mean? a successful times, and it you sort of the last bit of your stint at Chelmsford where they kind of won everything oh, yeah. they could win. Yeah, so um I think because I took three years out and I come back, um and then the first year I come back, um we went to win the playoffs, which was amazing. Um although I wouldn't say I was a massive part of that winning team, but I was still sort of there <laughs> I was still there I still got a medal um, <laughs> but, but no it was um, it was really good I enjoyed it but to be honest all teams that I play for I enjoy like if I didn't enjoy the team and the room I'd, I'd probably leave yeah like, that's a big part for me like obviously love the on ice stuff as well but for me yeah off ice is very important I say is, is the room and the off ice stuff almost slightly more important than how it's going yeah. on the ice because it's a lot of time, 100%. isn't it, to dedicate to a hobby? 100%, yeah. So, yeah, if it ain't fun, then... Then why, why do yeah, yeah. Why, why do Why spend all this time <laughs> driving across the country every weekend? And <laughs> Exactly that, exactly that. So what got you started in hockey? Um, Honestly, women. So I was I was a very cute child, say like six, six, seven, and like the older well, girls out, around out of ten, or when you were six and seven? Oh no, when I was six or seven years old. Yeah, <laughs> you nah. was a ten. No, nah, I was a ten though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and they they just they loved me like the older girls around the estate. Like, oh, so cute, so cute. Uh, and then asked my mum if they could take me to like the disco session. So I went to the disco session, and then I just naturally like picked it up. 
and I felt like I was quite good at skating. So um, yeah, I think it was I went I then went skating with one of my friends called Carl Walker that lived two doors away from me. Um, he used to play ice hockey for Chelmsford under tens, um, and I think it was Martin Parfit that was down there at the time um, and saw me skating. He was like, "You should try out." So it took me like two years to convince my mum to let me try. And then, um, yeah, finally done it, done it and then started at Chelmsford under 10s. Um, and then, yeah, went went through until under 12s and then I went to Romford. And then under 16s, come back to Chelmsford. Um, and then went all the way up to seniors at Chelmsford. Then took three years out, come back to Chelmsford, went to Romford. Yeah. There you go, up, up and down the A12. Yeah. Was that in the periods when the, the rinks were, because Chelsea was being modified, wasn't it? And then the Romford one got knocked down and then the Sapphire yeah. was built. So a yeah, lot of so players kind of went backwards and forwards then, didn't they? That's it. So with my first move to Romford, it was like purely because I had more opportunity at Romford. Um, my move back to Chelsea was because uh, Ron Valleyway was getting knocked down um, and the people were just dispersing everywhere. Um, and then my third move was probably like more to do with like a falling out I had with the coach at Chelmsford at the time. Um, and yeah, I just decided to leave. And to be honest, he, I don't think he was going to have me back anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say, I mean, if you're a part of a sort of a part of the roster that got a medal, it's one of them sports that you can, you know, no matter how small the part is you play, it's still playing yeah. a part, isn't it? Because it's... Oh, yeah, 100%. You need the numbers, don't you? It's, it's so far, so physical, you just need the numbers. Yeah, facts, facts. Uh, so outside of hockey, I know you've uh, you've had a bit of experience in cricket as well. Yeah, so I used to... In fact, I was named after a cricketer, um, West Indian fast bowler, Courtney Welsh. Yeah. Um, I think that's why my mum didn't want me to play ice hockey, because she dreamed of me being a cricketer. yeah. So I got forced, not forced, like I loved it as well. Um, played cricket all the way up until I was about 18. And then kind of just dropped off because it's a summer sport. You get to 18 and you want to start going out, socialising, drinking. So I got it. I mean, if you were cute at six and seven, imagine what you looked like at 18. I know, I was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a downhill spiral from 12. <laughs> no, as I said when we were putting this up, this is without doubt the best looking man in the NIHL. No, 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 no. There's some good stuff <laughs> there. I know there is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it was actually um, a Chelsea fan, uh, Ben, who, who told me about you, that he played cricket with you. Oh, Ben Marion. Ben Marion, yeah, big Ben. Yeah, and uh, he said, "Oh, you need to ask him about cricket." And said that apparently you, you were a bit of a chubber. I was huge. <laughs> In fact, Ben used to coach me as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I think from the age of like twelve to I'm gonna say nineteen, I was I was classed as obese on BMI. Yeah, so am I apparently. <laughs> <laughs> BMI. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, but. That is actually when I would say I was playing my best hockey. Was when you had a bit more weight behind you. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, and then I kind of started to lose the weight and just got pushed around everywhere. Yeah. Was that kind of your, your step into the health and fitness world? Yeah, so I started working at Felsen School when I was 19. Mm. And then that's when I kind of really learned how to sort of look after myself properly. 
and especially like sports performance as well. Um, however, when I was working there, I weren't really training for hockey because that's when I took my few years out. Yeah. So it was more, it was more just looks. And then, yeah, I come back to hockey and I was like, I need to start doing some sports performance stuff. Yeah. And then I started to learn about that and uh, strength conditioning. I started getting involved with like Saracens uh, Academy Rugby Club, uh, doing some SNC for them as well. So, yeah, no, um, I think that's, I still enjoy the fitness, don't get me wrong. Um, however, it don't pay for the lifestyle I want to live. Mm. Yeah, yeah nice. Like, oh, that's my opinion for me at the moment. No, it's a tough industry, know, without doubt. Yeah, it works. It works for a lot of people. I know a lot of people that have made it work as well. Um, but for me, at the moment, yeah, yeah. I mean, my my wife's a personal trainer. Um, yeah, I'm I'm also sort of qualified in it as well. I, I spent a lot of, a lot of time in boxing, so I sort of took, took oh, all, okay. all I need to take there. That's why I joke about being obese on a BMI because I used to be a welterweight. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm only five foot eight, so now that I, now that BMI says I'm overweight, it's quite depressing. Yeah. but no you can get some flexibility with that lifestyle working with fitness but like you say if if you've got a you've got an ideal that you want to live to and and just even to be fair playing a sport like hockey you it's not cheap oh 100 no like i think that's another reason why my mom didn't want me to play hockey because it because of the expense Mm. um i was lucky enough uh, to sort of work as hard as you can so I can play hockey, get the equipment, go on trips. Um so I respect you mum <laughs> yeah. for that. Uh however they don't tell you that when you get to 18 you've got to start paying for all that crap yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is expensive. Was it um so when you when you started playing then did you sort of start out with like a little bit of like a helper kit or that was coming from clubs or you had to just go straight out and say, now I've got to buy it all. Um, so yeah, I kind of did the beginners course and they give you like a stick and gloves and like knee pads and stuff to wear. Um, as soon as I got like accepted into the team, yeah, my mum sort of took me, it was actually Romford uh, when they had the hockey shop there. That was the only hockey shop for miles away. And um, yeah, took me there, got, a, got me a brand new kit and yeah. Did you ever do any hockey camps abroad? Uh, yeah, I did two in the Czech Republic. I think when I was about, I want to say 13, 14. Um, I think that is it for hockey, camp, hockey camps abroad. Mm. Um, I've gone abroad for like tournaments. For, for tournaments and stuff. What was the standard like at a camp in the Czech? Um, it was... So it was weird, like it was really good. Um, however, I was there having so much fun, I and I was so young, I didn't actually care. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I'm getting to play hockey like five hours a day. I'm just gonna go out and have fun. Um, and then yeah, that was just it, like the social again, socializing with everyone, um, getting to do what I love like for five hours a day in a foreign country. Yeah. Give it a dream. Honestly, it was amazing, yeah. <laughs> so, the, um, as you say, when you was in the health and fitness team, you, t- you took a little bit of time with hockey and then you came back. Um, 
through the COVID lockdowns, because I know a few people kind of played in like the COVID cups and stuff. Did you manage to play in them or did you just health and fitness no. all the way through? Yeah, I just literally read the whole thing. Because um, I was, I think it was, I was halfway through my last season at Chancellor at that point. Um, it was meant to play straight on the weekend, but then that got cancelled because of COVID. And then that was kind of it. Um, and then the next time I stepped onto the ice was for Romford. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I was every time that, you know, the summer comes around and it's it's new contracts. I can remember when, because me and my daughter started coming uh, the year before COVID and then that sort of thingy, that all came in. And then when we come back and it's like, oh, who are we going to sign? Who are we going to sign? And I was like, yeah. I, was like I want to sign Courtney Grout back. She, she looked at me. She was, I said, "Who do you want to sign?" She was like, "I want us to sign Malik Martelli." I was like, "I don't yeah. think that's happening." <laughs> he's some. He's he, what a player he is as well. Yeah, fantastic. He's been doing so well with the ball hockey as well, playing yeah. uh, for Great Britain. I think he was the captain of the, of the recent team that did that. Um, yeah, stepped up from Streatham, doing great with MK. Yeah, so, yeah, fantastic to see. This one's a, a, a bit random. Then, what's <laughs> just tattoo of us? <laughs> so, just I don't want anyone saying I don't do my research. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was a TV show. How old was I? Twenty-one. Um, that me and my my best friend Rishi went on. Like at that point, I had sort of no interest in sort of TV or anything like that. Um, and he come to me. He was like, "Oh, Courtney, look, like, I've been offered this." The show, right? We just got to apply for it. Da, 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 da. Um, I was like, I could see how excited he was about it. So I was like, you know what? Just go and do it. Like thinking I ain't gonna get onto this show. I was like, he was like, all right. So we've passed the first bit. Now we've got to do a Zoom. So at that point, I was like, what's this show for? He's like, and then he explained it to me. I was like, oh, like, oh. but then at that point, I was like, we still probably won't get chosen. Like, TV is a big thing in that. So the next thing I know, we're going into London and signing papers. And um, yeah, basically the TV show is about, <laughs> so you go in there as a pair. So me and my best pal, um, I choose a tattoo for him and he chooses a tattoo for me. And I can't see it until it's on me. So <laughs> during the filming, during the tattoo, I've got to have like blindfolds on, um, just get it's absolutely in pain. It was my first tattoo. Um, oh, it was your first one as well? First one, yeah. Um, and, you know, I just got him going up my ribs, cutting my armpit hair with some shoes. Oh, man, that's the worst place to have one done as well. That, yeah. oh. You're telling, telling me. And uh, the thing I'm, is... Oh, nah, that was, that was the most painful one I've ever had was up there. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Honestly. So, yeah, that that is just the two of us. <laughs> and what, what is the tattoo? Um, so it's him... Going up step ladders on my ribs and then cutting my armpit hair with shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You gotta say hats off to me, mate, for that. That's quality That's thinking. That's it. <laughs> to be fair, I think he could have done a lot worse. So. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Is, is is the stepladder actually tattooed or is he climbing up your ribs? No, yeah, it's tattooed. It's tattooed. Oh, right. I say, because if, if that wasn't tattooed, like if you had that on me, it'd just be a yeah. bloke stood on a wall. You, can, <laughs> you can't see my ribs no more. <laughs> 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 Excuse me. 
that when I put um I put a call out for questions for people that are coming on, okay. normally like I get a few I get a few like nice random ones. People want to know some like interesting stuff, and then occasionally people in the room just jump on, and it can get a little bit silly. Your yeah. room basically hijacked this this question thing, oh. and there was an awful lot in there about lateness and tardiness and turning up to training at all. Um, but between like Ellie and Brinley and Dirk, oh, of course, of course it was. Yeah, of course it was. So, are you a bit tardy when it comes to training? Well, as I as I say, I'm I'm in Liverpool right now. You're a busy guy. You're a busy guy. Yeah, so I'm in Liverpool. So um, at the moment, I'm not training uh, until I get until this job finishes, and then hopefully I'm back down in London. Um, I'm not training at the moment, and I'm not going to lie. I run on black man time. All right, so I'm I'm always going to be late. Do, do I do I dare ask what that is? So basically, it's just kind of a known fact that a lot of black people can't be on time. <laughs> so, um, so that's what my excuse is. But yeah, no, it's yeah, it's it's a bit difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a, there was a lot in there about about training and and not turning up to training and whatnot. But a former teammate of yours also asked a random question. Milts has asked, who's your favourite Bert? <laughs> that's got to be, uh, that's got to be Dan Faye. Nah, I'm joking. Of course it's Milts. Milts. What's a so Bert? Just, you know what, to this day, I still don't know. Um, so he just kind of calls everyone Bert. Like he calls, even calls his missus Bert. She calls him, but um, but I kind of just got sucked into it, and I was like, yeah. And so then, yeah, I I I, I can't tell you what Bert means. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think if me and Milts discussed this when he was on. Actually, it's not ringing any bells, but like, it just it, all it reminds me of was something like something out of like Sesame Street. Yeah, that's all I was thinking of, like a Bert and Ernie, whether it's but, like a you know two two buddies being all Bert and Ernie. But he's he's original Bert. I'm chocolate Bert. <laughs> there was a there was a question in there as well from Dervish asking, "Is it true that you're scared of the dark?" No, heights. <laughs> I'm I'm absolutely terrified of. Sounds like Dervish dark. is scared of the dark. I, I, I think Dervish might be scared of the dark. That's why yeah. he's always asking smile in dark rooms. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> and, uh, and and Brinley, Brinley should probably know better. As Brinley's coming on at the end of January, so he, he should know he's probably going to get it now for getting involved. Yeah, he, uh, he says, "How many times did you not show up to film? Not show up to film? Yeah, I wonder if he's mistyped something, or, I mean, or whether you guys were filming in... some sort of uh, like social media stuff that you weren't involved in." What? Did he say, why did I not turn up to film? Yeah. I didn't know they was filming. Oh, well, <laughs> I would have to quiz Brindley about that when yeah, Brindley's yeah. at the end of the month. He, he ain't the smartest cookie in the fucking basket. <laughs> but I don't know if he's talking about... You know, uh, I don't know if he's... God knows. To be honest, he's a weird child. You're going to see when he comes yeah. on. He's a weird, weird child. I can't wait till he goes on. 
Yeah, no, he's, he's, I've never actually spoken spoken physically to him yet. I've only say, seen him play a couple of times. Um, and because he's he's Ellie's Ellie Wakelin's brother as well, and he half brother, I think. Um, and he's I think he's going out with Lily Endicott, who plays on the GB under 18s. Oh, okay, fair play. So it's um, yeah, it's all hockey going on all around there. <laughs> but no, but uh, Courtney, thank you so much, mate, for joining me on it. It's been a right right pleasure to chat to you. Finally, no worries. pleasure, mate. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Every time we try to uh, get this organised, I've always invo- enjoyed your voice notes that kind of say, nah, <laughs> I, f- I forgot, or or I'm yeah. messaging you going, no, I've completely forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother, you're making me sound bad again. Nah. <laughs> 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 but mate, I will wish you all the best of luck because you are up in Liverpool, mate. You've got a long, long trip home tomorrow or whenever you're done up there. Yeah, three and a half hours on the train is going to be fun. Oh, you're on the track. What's the poison? Is it Travel Lodge or Premier Inn? Uh, so me and my friend actually share Airbnb. Oh, right. That's not too bad. Then. Yeah, it's it's more like homely. So uh, You ain't got yeah. to rely on a scouser changing your sheets. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Because I can't deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney Grant, you're a good man. Thank you so much for joining us. No worries, brother. Cheers, mate. Thanks. A massive thank you to Courtney Grant for joining me on the podcast. He's working away in Liverpool at the moment, so he's sitting in his Airbnb on a Thursday evening. I'll lift the curtain and tell you what night we're at. Uh, so, yeah, not much else for him to do. But we've had a really good chat. We've been it's been coming for ages. We've been trying to get that booked in since way into the sort of December last year. So finally got that done, and uh, I really enjoyed it. I really hope you did as well. Well, that's it then. A lovely busy week from uh, ZPG. We've had our three episodes out. We've had our roundup of all the action of last weekend's fixtures with all the results, the coaches' thoughts, and the player of the week, Steve Osman, seven hundred career points. Congratulations again to Aussie for that. We've also caught up with the Invicta Dynamics and we've had our little focus on the women's ice hockey game. They're currently playing in the Development League before trying to get back into the WNIHL. So make sure if you're down in Gillingham Way, go and check them out when you can. And then we've got this one out with Courtney Grant. So next week then, we have got some uh, some other episodes coming up. We've got our roundup, of course, of all the weekend's fixtures that are coming up. And we will also be joined by Invicta Dynamo's Nettie Owen Ryder. That will be coming out next week as well. So you can look forward to that. Make sure you follow on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, uh, X, Threads, Snapchat, TikTok. You won't miss a thing if you're on all of them. And make sure you subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And then you will not miss one bit of content that comes out of ZPG HQ. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Podcast Network.